You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You Man, are. Greg, I'm feeling just... I'm, I'm feeling like I've changed my lifestyle a You bit. are not allowed to do your yoga moves that you oh. learned off of a DVD... Probably called Yoga for Dummies. It is called Yoga for Dummies. You know that it's fat burning Yoga for Dummies. Well, then that's yeah. what it is. You are not allowed to do that in studio, and then complain as soon as you walk into the door. Oh, my legs are so uh, sore from yoga. From this yoga. Morning. Let me just tell you, my arms. Oh, they're just really sore oh, from my God. yoga. You are turning into one of those douches, uh, aren't you? You know, I just you just don't understand like what it takes, like with the breathing and with the stretch. My my exercise regime, like it's so much deeper did than you yours. Your, did you have your kale shake today too? I, I had my kale shake, my my mint tea. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, <laughs> greatly appreciate it. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you for sharing our show on Facebook and Twitter and on iTunes, leaving review for us, reviews for us on there, where our free podcast is available. Absolutely. So thank you so much. All right, we've got a ton of stuff to get to today, but I, we we have to talk about this right off the bat. I have, I have to, to say, to Greg, no, I want to <laughs> I want to take back the curtain because I'm not, not even going to pull it back. Pull it back. Why you can't pull back my curtain? This is my curtain to be pulled. Well, it's already been pulled back. So what I'm saying is, I cannot believe the douchiness that is coming from the other I side know, of this table. It's pretty douchey. Where we are broadcasting, where I Sarah have to before say. the show, she was not joking, was sitting there walking around like, oh, oh man. Um, Oh, my legs are so sore from yoga. Just oh, No, so it's actually moves. my upper body because my legs are pretty okay, but it's like my, you know, my, my jiggly arms. Oh, speaking of jiggles, we should talk about that in a minute. But I have like some jiggly arms going on. So I you know, I was using my, my yoga moves to try and build up my core and my, and what are they, my branches. Wow. I don't know if they're called branches. I'm not sure either. I don't know. I don't know. You really shouldn't pretend I do to have it. to say, though, I did a half an hour of yoga for dummies and I can feel it today. So I'm not going to get all yoga-y on you, but let yeah. me just say, it did actually do something. That's of, of all of the workout people, I've tried to think about this. So there's, there's, you know, there's muscle guy who, like, pumps iron. There's long-distance runner guy who's running all the time and can run, you know, forever and ever. There's, uh, you know, the people that are into other, spo- other sports. But as far as physical fitness sports, probably the most annoying ones... Are the yoga people? Oh. I have to say. Now I'm not going to dispute that. There it's are the good Pilates people. What about okay, the Pilates people? CrossFit people are pretty annoying too. Yeah. But there is a certain level of smugness that goes with with extreme yoga people, and I'm not going to say that it's you know it's not good for you. It probably <laughs> helps out. I'm sure you know I would probably benefit from doing it. That's not what I'm talking about. It's the the talking. It's the. It was the just amount. you and me in here. I was just saying, who else am I going to say that to? Because I don't want to seem I'm like not a douche you, to people. I'm not just saying a, you're not a yoga person. I'm saying no, I'm not. You are showing some signs of that. Uh, okay, so it's being ranked here in the chat. Maybe we should do a ranking of this. Uh, Stump Clown says CrossFit is worse, followed by spinning. And oh, yes, spinning. I can agree. I can agree. Those people definitely, definitely can be annoying. And, and we're talking about the hardcore. Of them, because now I guarantee we're going to get an email from somebody who runs the spin class and talks about how amazing it is for your body. I know, I know. I'm oh, yeah, sure I have it no is. doubts that it. That I it's have great no for your doubt, body. no doubt. But it's the smug level that I'm measuring. So that how much smugness goes with each workout? I would say yoga is probably the highest level in smugness. I'd, I'd say that's what it is. It is because you know what what comes with yoga too is like um, well because it does work and that's why the people are smug about it because mm-hmm. they know that it actually works. But I mean like but when you yeah, see people walking again, with the yoga mats, I'm not disputing that any of this works. They're all the people that are hardcore into this stuff are in far better shape than I am. So you you know what? Congratulations, you win. <laughs> you win on that. But the, it's the smug level. Taibo people are there still Taibo people? Oh my god, I was that the love one with Taibo? Was that the was with that Billy the, Blanks? That was the the. The black guy that would punch Billy Blanks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because he did all the commercials. He's like, and and step it. No, we used to do that in the um, in the rec room when I was uh, at WSU at Stevenson East in the dorm. Uh, all the girls and I would get together because there would be there was only like one VCR. Mm-hmm. VCR. I'm old, and so uh, like we all had. I think I got a copy. Like somebody had made me like an illegal copy, like copy to copy oh. of Tybo because those tapes were like. Was this? Uh, this was over seven years ago. Okay, all right. Yeah, statute of limitations has run out. Okay. No, but somebody had made a copy of their copy because, uh, like, seriously, it, it used to be like $100 for, like, three Taibo tapes. Uh-huh. It was ridiculous. So I was able to actually burn a copy, and so we'd go and do, like, our Taibo. Mm-hmm. See, I think that some of those people do those do those hardcore workouts, and again, I know you're going to be in shape, but they do it just so they can tell everyone that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. 
and I, I think that's part of it. I think that's a big part of it, of joining some of those yoga groups and then doing all that stuff just so you can rub it in everybody's face that you're in better shape. Oh. Well, now I'm sounding bitter, though. You so are kind of sounding bitter. Sounding, I realized how that came out. All right, so there are some more votes in the chat. So, of course, we've talked about CrossFit, we've talked about yoga, Pilates. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else is bringing up uh, P90X douches. Oh, those yeah. Those are pretty bad. So what exactly I'm is, looking at you, Tucky. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the one person that's I know That's the one Tucky does. That. But it, it works for him. So, but nobody wants to hear about somebody doing P90X. Not disputing any of these work. We're going past that. It's the level of doucheness we're measuring on mm. this. So that's established. What exactly is P90X? I don't know. It's some like like severe what? fat burning. Why, why does it need to be called P90X? I don't know. Why, where's, the, where's the terminology come for that? Do they just throw, throw together a bunch of stuff and think that that sounds good? I'm sure it has some kind of point. Nine or five, seven Zeta workout. Maybe it's like, I don't know, like the 90 stands for how many pounds you lose in a day. I'm not sure. Well, with your made up workouts that you do... You know, and we also have the example on our Fun Employment Radio YouTube page that you can go look at. Sarah's <laughs> patented seven-step shuffle. For the win, Jesmond in the chat says, I hate those assholes who do 15K runs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Totally. No, nah, we're not. We're Everyone's not. <laughs> a douche about something. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, Aaron says P90X is what Paul Ryan uses. Okay. I was wondering about that. And Zumba. What is Zumba? Zumba is like the dancey one where you're like dancer. I think it's like you dance. Yeah, they play like hip hop. I probably wouldn't be allowed in that class because I got you know kicked out of a dance you aerobics your, class once with your sweet hip hop moves that you <laughs> have. Sweet hip hop moves. Sweet dance moves. <laughs> no, I told you I'm not really good at going to classes where I'm supposed to follow directions. Well, we've always said too that uh, we we mentioned this even yesterday. Sarah is many things, but nothing more than graceful. Nothing more than graceful? Yes. Oh, wow. So well, I am like ultimately... Nothing higher than graceful. Yeah, so yes. ultimately I am the most graceful person. You are the you most know. graceful person. That well, see, that's I've the thing been. is like I could either be sore from yoga yesterday or I could be sore from falling over onto my bed when I was doing yoga yesterday. Maybe <laughs> it was just... Maybe I actually hurt myself falling instead of... Uh, Keelan is in the live chat where we are streaming live right now at funemploymentradio.com slash live. And he said, uh, soccer moms that think they're hip hop dancers now equals Zumba. Yeah. So that's what that is. I right. hear I hear it does wonders. I just don't like doing classes. I like doing like I like doing things when I'm ready to do them. I don't like working around class schedules and such. That's why you don't do it. Well, that and I don't have a gym membership anymore. Well, yeah, there's those. And Portland's so pretty. I'd rather just run around outside than, you know, be inside on a treadmill. Mhm. It's just that's just my Are you going to go do your yoga at the park? Shut up. <laughs> Fine. I was gonna like dem- I was gonna show you some good fat burning yoga moves that I learned. Oh, really? Yeah, I was because I wanted to share the wealth a little bit. But now you're gonna keep those to yourself. No. Okay. But I all am right. basically walking around sucking my stomach in all the time because Greg, you're supposed to for your core. You know, it's good for your core. Yeah, you pull see, your belly is... button toward your spine and your spine d- this, toward the floor. This is exactly what I'm. And talking it teaches about. your body, Greg. It teaches that how to hold hold itself tighter a little bit. Just do a couple planks and you'll be good to go. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, moving on from that. So Sarah is uh, doing her yoga, preparing for the 15K run this uh, this weekend. Um, I'm just preparing for life at this point, Greg. Okay. Yes, I'm preparing uh, right. for. You're still going. Sorry, I, I didn't realize. That's you were still all right. No, about I'm just this. preparing. I'm preparing to look good this summer. That's yeah. what I'm preparing for. Okay. And now, since I know me talking about yoga annoys you so much, it's just going to be all I talk about. Got it. Got it all mm-hmm. out of your out of your system. <laughs> well, uh, we do have to say something here. I am. Uh, I am currently in a local paper for a quote. What did you do? Were you arrested? Well, no. Um, so there is a local newspaper here called the Willamette Week. Comes out. It's a weekly paper, mm-hmm. um, and it's a wweek dot com. And I got a call a, a couple of weeks ago about being in an article for of all things something that I was a little bit hesitant to be be included in, but nonetheless, I, I'm in it. So it is an article would- about. Jiggles the strip the strip club <laughs> the juice bar strip the club. juice bar strip club oh my god with the eighteen and over dancers right let me dance for you so jiggles is <laughs> I hear the best this, wiggles are at jiggles well to explain this what jiggles is it or was because it's closing it's been open for like twenty some years um it is it is a juice bar here in uh, on the outskirts of Portland I think it's in Tualatin actually where it's where it's located where. You know, it's, since it's a juice bar, you can have dancers. You can only be, you can get in when you're 18 years old, mm-hmm. and they have dancers, you know, from 18 on up. But so younger guys can go in there. Wait, are they so with the 18 dancers? Do they have to keep their bottoms on? I don't remember. No, I don't think so. If you're 18 huh. or over, no, you're you're in the clear. You can huh. uh, you can take it all off in Oregon, and it's it's this. Uh, so it's so it's a juice bar. So essentially, they don't serve alcohol. 
you can go in there and that way they can have the underage the underage people involved. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never been to Jiggles. Like they used to advertise on many radio stations that I've worked at and they had the worst best commercials yeah. ever. They are notorious for their bad commercials. No, it is because every commercial that they had it made it sound like it was like kind of phoned in and like literally sounded like somebody had called in over the phone and recorded it. Like it was all just like it's like, "Oh yeah, baby. Come to Jiggles. We'll dance for you. We'll dance for you all night." Oh yeah. Like and it sounds all muffled. <laughs> And it's so it, it always sounded like crap, but I mean, it, like it was parodied. Like these commercials were amazing, but, but I'd you, never been there. Well, you have to remember who the target market is because there's so many actual strip clubs in in Portland. I mean, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot, and that's where you know if you're 21 and over, you go to all those things. That thing is targeting the 18 to 21 year olds. Mm-hmm. That's what the target ads were for that. And so then, oh, that are really that, creepy older men that want to see 18 year olds. Or that dancers. too. Yeah, yeah, that could be too. I mean, either or. Well, that could be yeah. it. Well, it's closing now, so I guess it's been open for 30 years. And uh, our friend Jay with uh, Willamette Week got a, got a hold of me um, asking if I had any stories about Jiggles. And I did, actually. I've been there one time. I went there one time when I was 18 years old. I was a freshman at Oregon State. I don't even think I'd started school yet. Did they dance for you, Greg? Did they, they did you dance so for much? me. They did dance. There's, uh, I, did this, I did this entire interview with him, which surprisingly... So I'm just a little part of the article, but they got uh, different stories from lots of different people around town. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of them in there. But the, the interview for it lasted... I seriously, I was on the phone with him for probably twenty five minutes. I caught the tail end of, of yeah. that interview when I was hearing you talk to him because this was a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was interesting to listen to how awkward Greg is talking about his eighteen year old self going well, to jiggles. Well, so I was telling the story. I mean, there really wasn't much scandalous. It, it wasn't a very scandalous trip. You know, mm-hmm. I was like eighteen. It was me and I'm like, I, I, I want to say it was like eight of my buddies, but we drove up in two cars from Corvallis to go to this place because there's nothing like that around. In, in Corvallis or anywhere near there. There is there just wasn't any strip clubs there. There might be now. I have no idea. But so we drove up all the way to Portland for it, which is about an hour and a half, probably hour and a half, two hours. Wow. To get up to this. Oh, yeah. It this was is what 18-year-olds do. Like, you will drive two hours to see boobs. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. No, we oh did. God. We did. We drove about two hours to go see some boobs. And so we went to this place, and, uh, and you know, I kind of gave my little synopsis on there. We went in. There was a there was a dancer there. I didn't understand the how um, how strip club etiquette works. How the dancers are basically going to say whatever they think you want to hear. Whatever will get a dollar out of you. Yeah, whatever will get a dollar out mm-hmm. of you. You don't. They're you're, you're going to be the most interesting man in the world to them. Sure. Well, at eighteen, I'd never been around anything like that. I didn't know how that worked. So there was this girl that kept talking to me, and I. I can't even remember exactly what her name was. I want to say it was like Jody or something like that. Jody. Something along those lines. <laughs> and she kept talking to me about how she's a dancer, but she's going to work for Nike. She wants to work for Nike, and she's going to school at Portland State. And for me, th- at that point, because secret is, we'd had a few drinks before. We got no. There. I am They don't shocked. serve alcohol in there. Eh, maybe uh, some accidentally got in, uh, fell into my pocket. Oh, no. Maybe it accidentally yeah, just fell in there. It's not your fault. Accidentally. I, I drank somebody's bad soda. And so... Maybe it had expired. It had fermented. It was actually grape juice. It's probably it. Yeah. And you thought it was grape juice, but it was just so old that it had become you know, alcoholic. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's what it was. So... I was talking to this girl, and <laughs> Jody will call her, and yeah, I, I thought that she was totally into me. So I remember telling my buddies, I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, this chick, I don't know, she's just really amazing. Like, I'm, should I get her phone number? Should I see if she wants to come down to Corvallis? I mean, we're really hitting it off. You know, and I'm just sitting there, like, handing out ones. You know, <laughs> I don't know how it works. This is seriously what's going on in your mind. Like, oh, how are we going to make this work? It's long distance. I know. But I think that, that we I, can try. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I mean, I honestly, I didn't know how this stuff worked. You know, I was 18. And I'd also... May or may not have been intoxicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, you can't blame it on that. You know that <laughs> even if you weren't intoxicated, you probably would have been like that was kind of into me. No, that was a big part of it. That was a big part of it. I may have, I may have thought that, but uh, I think that was a big part of it. But anyway, we're doing the interview, and I just kind of told that story and talked about it, and I had no idea what he was going to use. But he starts, he starts asking me all these leading questions, and I haven't done a lot of interviews like this. Mm. So I didn't know where to go with it. And he's like, okay, well, so so there were eight of you in two different cars. So, um, you know, let me ask you this. Uh, was anybody masturbating in the car? I'm like, what? I'm like, what? No. 
No, nobody, no, nobody wow. was Wow, he was, all right, he was just going yeah, for it. That's I, He straight up asked me that. Thank you for not saying yes, even if it was, because I don't want to be associated with that. It's like Greg Nibbler uh, from Fun Employment Radio said that all of his friends were masturbating on the way. No, no, oh, no one why was. Why would anybody, and what has happened in his life to make him think that people would do I that? I don't know, <laughs> and then he just went from that and he started asking like, okay, so when you were getting a dance, I mean, did you get, it? Did, 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 you know, did you become aroused? Were you aroused? Were any of the other guys aroused? And I'm like, no, I don't know. Whoa. Yeah, because I don't think guys, whoa. like, no, dudes and I had don't look to at stop other dudes' him. areas, right? I had to stop him. I'm like, dude, no, none of that happened. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Please don't. You're not going to insinuate that I was masturbating, are you, in this article? I'm like, I'm like don't do that. He's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, so, and it was just all these awkward questions. And, and so I want to I just categorically say, no, no one in the cars was masturbating of my friends, to my knowledge. <laughs> I guess I can only say to my knowledge. And whether or not anybody was aroused at the strip club, well, I can't say that for sure. I don't know. Uh, it's being questioned uh, by Mr. Janky in the chat if this is actually an expose on people uh, who visit bikini coffee stands and how they turned out the way that they did. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was your gateway. <laughs> Jiggles was the gateway to bikini coffee. <laughs> yeah, so so anyway, when this when this thing came out, I actually kind of forgot about it until today, and somebody posted it on my uh, Facebook page. And I was like, oh, shit, I hope he... I hope he took something I actually said because I was perfectly comfortable with anything that I actually said. But mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, if he made this, if he made me look like I was oh, masturbating in the car <laughs> on the way to a strip club, he didn't. Rope, he did not. He did not. He did not. So he ended up taking. Uh, wow, taking Greg, I'm looking of- at this article. You are the first. You are the first. Uh, Art, like person commentator really? in the article because it's this huge article about jiggles uh, and how like it started in 1984 and like their licensing <laughs> and such and so like there's an, there's a reference to an Oregonian article from January 19th 1986 then uh, an Oregonian article from 1987 then Greg Nibbler co-host of Fun Employment Radio on his first and only visit to Jiggles in 1995. <laughs> wow. Uh, great. This is what this is Well, maybe what I somebody, should read it just so people know. Here's what's going to happen. Somebody's going to see this and they're going to send a copy to my mom. That's what's going to happen. I will. <laughs> <laughs> no. They'll be like, oh, well, I saw Greg was in the paper, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, thank you, Greg, for doing this because it does uh, have a a convenient link to funemploymentradio.com on there. <laughs> it does? Sure does. Co-host of Fun Employment Radio. It's a highlighted oh, wait, clicky it, link. Which, let me see, other, be, before uh, we read what... Let's, let's be honest, that should say... That should say host. Oh, boy. Are you really going to write to them and have them change it? <laughs> no, I won't do that. I will not have them change it. No. But official title. Oh... Oh my god. Okay, anyway. The other people they interviewed was Jeff Troon, former owner of the East End, which is a bar here in Portland. Let me see if there's anybody else. Um, uh, Sally Eck, uh, a gender and sexuality studies teacher at Portland State University. Someone from the Tualatin Police Department. Nathan Jr. from the Dandy Warhols. Uh, from the Danny Boy. Okay, all right. So That's kind of good cool. company. All right, all right. So let's see what Greg Nibbler had to say. Jennifer Massey from the Tualatin Police Department. Sure. Our office. Our officers generally catch underage people consuming alcohol, smoking, and or doing drugs. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's what Greg Nibbler had to say. Oh, jeez. Greg Nibbler, host of Fun Employment Radio. Host. Did you guys get that? He's the host. I was a freshman at Oregon State. And there was someone in the fraternity from Portland who started talking about jiggles. It was hard to believe. Why are you doing it in this voice? <laughs> because this is probably what you sounded like when you were 18. <laughs> now I have to start over again. You can't interrupt me. I was a freshman at Oregon State and there was somebody in the fraternity from Portland who started talking about jiggles. It was hard to believe, but we went on trust. Eight of us piling into two cars and heading up here at the same time from Corvallis with this vague notion of dancers at a gentleman's club that would let us inside. I remember being nervous about the doorman. It was my first experience around a bouncer of those concerts, and for, for some reason I felt guilty about being there. Even though I was technically of legal age, I still felt like I was getting away with something. <laughs> 
Well, there it is. Hey, at least it didn't like he didn't make you seem like a pervy perv. Well, that's the most important thing. At least mm-hmm. it seemed like I was masturbating. Yes. <laughs> and it was like a whole car full of people driving from Corvallis. See, it didn't turn out so bad. Yep. Wait, what's wrong? Well, there we go. Okay. All right. Well, did you want to do a little ball of the talk or a world of the crazy? Uh, let's do uh, let's do some world of crazy. Sure. I've got some good stuff. I have an update on a story from yesteryear. Well, from a few months ago. I just so uh, it is actually some legitimate crazy today. Oh, whatever happened to the wedding streaker? I don't know. That was from a few years ago. I should look that up and figure it out sometime. The guy going on the boat back and forth with his penis hanging out. Oh, I miss that guy. He was pretty wonderful. I don't think you've ever enjoyed anything as much as you did that story. No. That's probably the greatest story of all time. Mm -hmm. Crazy. I don't know. For all of them, I think the donkey screamed and the children cried. That's pretty good, but it doesn't beat the wedding streaker. Just Just the idea that somebody's having a beautiful wedding on this... On the banks of some river or lake or wherever it was, and then there's some guy, some jackass out in the water, speeding by in a boat over and over, mooning them oh, as they're having their ceremony. That to me, that's that's pretty damn funny. That's pretty damn funny. You just like to have beautiful moments ruined. <laughs> well, I mean, even if it was my wedding, I would still think that is funny. Now, granted, probably what wouldn't be funny is all the people that didn't find it funny. Yeah. And then they get all pissed off. That would probably ruin it. Ah, there's there's just something too funny about it. Well, it's just like a boy thing, I think. It's just like <laughs> he's showing his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy, Greg. Yes. First up, I got some. Hey, so what do you think of what do you think of the, the Lindsay Lohan? What do you think of her? In what regards? Like, do you think she's hot? Um, well, she was really hot. Yeah. I haven't seen a picture of what she looks like lately. Mm. I mean, in what context are you putting this? She's kind of plasticky. I don't know. Just throw, I was just ask, asking, like, in just generalizations. In like general, what you thought yes. Of her. I, would, I would still put her into a yes category. Okay. All right. Well, Lindsay Lohan, when she was in rehab, her and her friends, uh, well, I think, well, maybe she wasn't in rehab because it says in rehab and then it says during a drunken kickback session with friends. Well, Lindsay Lohan apparently. Decided to put together a list of all of the famous people that she's had sex with, and then lost the list, and somebody got a hold of it. Oh wow! Yes, she so, yes, wrote down a list. She wrote down a list. It's a roster that includes Academy Award winners, TV stars, um, and musicians, of course. Okay, uh, what, what? Who's on the list? All right. So actually, what's funny about how this big list, is this list? I think it's about thirty people. Wow. However. Uh, one of the big things I'll tell you who's on the list But one of the big things Is that The list is actually Blurred out So Us Weekly Got a copy of the list Because of course Somebody sold it to them Because right. you know Why wouldn't you Because you can make yeah, like $50,000 Couldn't you just make that up And sell it to them I, Well it's written In her handwriting Okay So I'm not sure And someone You know like They have to verify it And they yeah. give people A shit ton of money so anyway, the biggest thing about this list is not what's on it, which I'll tell you in a second, but what's off of it. So apparently the people who bought it had to cross out about half of the names because Why? half of the names on the list are people who have been like celebrities who have been married for significant amounts of time. Really? Like, like people that she basically had one night stand affairs with, with those people. So they actually have nobody knows who like half of them are because they've all been blurred out. Huh. All right. Well, who is? But speaking of blurred lines. Oh, wait, no, not him. He isn't on there. So among the biggest names on her sexcapade list include, of course, Heath Ledger. Also, James Franco. Of course. I'd, I, why would I know that? Because oh, they dated right before he died. Oh, they did? Mm-hmm. Oh. Heath Ledger. James Franco. Okay. Which just seems to make sense. Yeah. Adam Levine. All right. Zac Efron. Colin Farrell. Joaquin Phoenix. Wow, there's been a lot of dick in her. Yeah. And Justin Timberlake. Timberlake did Justin Timberlake also Yeah good for him 
Uh, some other people that were on the list include, um, I don't know who this guy is, Fifty Shades of Grey star Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. I don't know who uh, that is. Tron Legacy star Garrett Headland. I have no idea who those people are. Uh, that 70s show guy, Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, yeah. They dated. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Scream uh, 4 star Nico Tortorella. Coldplay bassist Guy Berryman. The wanted singer Matt, uh, Max George. Hey, Ameri- no. Right. Wait. Right there. Kudos to the bass player from a band. That's that's fantastic. Well, Greg's giving you the virtual high five. The bass player never gets enough credit, and good He's job for him. He's the bass player in Coldplay. He gets laid still, all the time. Still. Good job, bass player. Seriously. Uh, also, the wanted singer Max George, uh, child star turned character actor Lucas Haas, and American Horror Story star Evan Peters. Which one's he? He's the, the crazy kid. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's the one that's banging Julia Roberts. Uh, niece now Okay Yeah so an I, So apparently this was composed uh, In 2013 In front of an eyeful of witnesses or In front of a room full of witnesses well, I don't understand this why, A why would she do that Alright so I guess she was drunk And she said that uh, So the witness says That they were giggling And talking shit about people In the industry um, Who can she talk shit about she, she just named off like 30 people she's I mean which you know Whatever more power mm-hmm. to her But I mean it doesn't really give you a standing to talk shit, I don't think. Well, the source told the magazine that the list had some pretty big names on it, and they're not all single guys, which leads to many of the names being blacked out, uh, adding that if it was released in its original form, the list would ruin several Hollywood relationships. Wow. So if anybody has a copy of the list in its original form, I would really like to see that. <laughs> <gasps> Update on a story that we had yesterday that of course is sweeping the world by storm because Portland just can't be fucking normal. Right. Portland, Oregon. The Oregon owners of a 22-pound house cat that trapped them in their bathroom for before attacking their baby. So they actually the cat did attack the baby. So this is what happened. The cat ended up getting into a kerfuffle with the baby because apparently the baby pulled the cat's tail really hard. And the cat did oh, not like is, that. Okay, so that's how that happened. So that's what happened and so the cat got angry at the baby so they all ran in oh, and yeah. barricaded. Yeah. Maybe keep your uh, kid away from the cat. Yeah, that's just something. Like, I remember, like with Lily and uh, and Jupiter and like their cat, because Lily has a couple, you know, like a little nephew, and she just keeps them from pulling the tail because that's what's going to happen if you if you pull a cat's tail. Yeah, yeah, cats are mean. Uh, so let's see, they're not giving up on their pet, and they're get, giving it uh, medical attention and therapy. Okay. All right. So two medical days after att- they're giving it therapy. What kind of therapy are it's they giving cat this cat? Therapy. I mean, come on now. It's a cat. Mm-hmm. Two days after police arrived to subdue the four-year-old Himalayan cat, a Himalayan cat, whatever that is, uh, owner Lee Palmer of Portland says he's taken the feline to a veterinarian and a pet psychologist is also due to show show up at their house to see the cat. Really? The cat's name is Lux. Lee Palmer says when uh, being interviewed, we're not getting rid of him right now. He's been part of our family for a long time. Uh, Palmer said the animal attacked his child after the baby pulled its tail. Yeah, that's what... The child suffered a scratch on his arm, but he is okay. Of course, on the (laughs) nine... Maybe the kid learned his lesson not to pull the cat's tail. Oh, yeah. It's like with a dog. Like, if if a cat... Like, if a dog gets in a cat's face once and the cat scratches it, the dog never fucks with the cat again. No. Yeah. Absolutely. So, of course, on the 911 call, Lee Palmer tells the dispatcher... Um, that he spanked the cat in the rear to protect his child. Palmer then said the animal just went over the edge, uh, chasing Palmer and his girlfriend into the bathroom to barricade themselves along with their baby and their family dog. Uh, the cat can be heard screeching in the background of the calls. Palmer saying in his panicked voice, he's charging us, he's at our ba- bedroom door. Oh my God, though, what a, what a pussy. That's what I was just thinking. Seriously. Yeah. It's a cat. Like, and you're in a room with a wood you're door. You're hiding from a cat. Yeah, and you're in a room. Like, it's not like, don't be panicking after you're in a room. You're away from the cat. Oh, he's out there. Like, the cat's going to figure out a way to get in, yeah. It's going to break down the door. <laughs> Bottom line, ultimately, you're getting attacked. It's a cat. Kick it. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yep. It's the way it works. That is the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, and I did come to find out. Remember that uh, that cat cafe thing from yesterday? Yeah, that is my friend. I wrote to her and I'm like, please to be telling me. I'm like, I just read a story about a cat cafe where people are going to be opening up. Um, you know, that someone's going to be opening up a cat cafe where you can adopt cats and drink beer. I'm like, is this you? And she's like, yep, it's me. And I'm like, 
awesome. So we could totally, we're going to have to have Brandon talk about the Cat Cafe. Okay. We'll have to get a behind the scenes tour. I have before. a few questions about it. I do too. I'd like to. Also, uh, the, the uh, owners of Lux the Cat are saying they're getting tons of requests from people who said that they would be willful to adopt the cat. You know what I say to you assholes? There are so many cats that need home homes. Just let them keep their their asshole cat. You get your own asshole cat. Yeah, why would they need? I don't know. They're getting. They said they're getting like over a hundred people requesting to adopt the cat. There are so many other cats that need adopting. If you want a cat, go get another cat. Yeah, I mean, obviously they they they, they just uh, want they the fame of, of like having an attack cat, right? Yeah, that, see, that kind of stuff uh, pisses me off a little bit. Me off too. Well, because I had a neighbor who um, he had a cat. Cat was like fourteen years old, so it's a well taken care of, but it's old. You know, it looks little a little haggard because. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, a hundred and some years old in cat years. And and it would uh, hang out on his front porch. Well, there was this church group nearby. And one day he had a note left on his front porch that said, Hi, we just noticed that you, you seem unable to take care of your cat. And we'd be more than happy to adopt it and give it a good loving home. Left on his door. This is the dude's cat. I mean, he loves his cat. Yeah. 14 years old. It's just old. So it hangs out on the front porch and doesn't do much. He was he was furious, and I don't blame him for it. You know, I'm, I'm like they were insinuating that he didn't know how to take care of his animal. Yeah, it's like it, the animal's perfectly well taken care of. Yeah, perfectly loved, just because it's old. You know, implying that he can't take care of his cat. Mm-hmm. No, that would be that would make me. Oh yeah, mad. Yeah. Well, there you have it, Portland, making the news because of a cat. <laughs> Next up to Stafford, England, we go. Should I do my accent? Yes. My Australian one was pretty spot on. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah, Greg, I think there might be more than one voice actor in here. Oh. Let's hear it. I think I might have found my calling. All right. To Stafford, England we go. A British family said they had to abandon their home for three full days when hundreds of baby spiders hatched from a bunch of bananas that they had opened. Ew. Should British people say nanners? They sound like they look like they'd say nanners. 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 Well, let me tell you, Jamie Roberts of Staffordshire, England, said he initially thought the nanners he purchased from his local one-stop store had Re- mold on them. It seems like they might say like nanans. Nanans. Yes. All right, Jamie Roberts of, a sta- of Staffordshire, England, said he initially thought the nanans he had purchased from his local one-stop store had mold on them, but soon he discovered <laughs> the white spots were not mold when hundreds of baby spiders started crawling out. Oh. Jamie Roberts said it was like something out of a horror film because suddenly the windowsill was moving with hundreds of these spiders. Now, oh. Jamie Roberts, who of course suffers from arachnophobia, the fear of spiders, said that he, his wife, and their two children were put up in a hotel for three days by the one-stop shop. How awful is that? Like having arachnophobia <laughs> and then having something that perfectly justifies <laughs> having arachnophobia. arachnophobia. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is nice. So the one-stop shop also paid for a pest control company and the hotel for three days, but the pest control company filled their home with toxic fumes to take care of the hundreds, if not thousands, of baby spiders. Now, the spiders were too young for the pest control workers to uh, accurately identify, but Roberts and his wife said they're concerned the creatures could have been Brazilian wandering spiders, a species believed to have been involved in a similar incident last November. Are they poisonous? Brazilian wandering spiders are listed as the world's most venomous spider. Oh. I can't do the accent anymore. I'm just going to stop. Robert's wife, Crystal, said, I looked up different types of spiders online and found the ones that looked identical to them were, in fact, the poisonous Brazilian wandering spiders. One Stop Shop released uh, a statement following the incident. They said, As soon as our customer contacted us about the issue, we took all necessary precautions, including organizing a pest control to visit the house and arranging our customer and his family to stay in a hotel while the fumigation took place. We'd like to reassure all our customers that such instances are extremely rare, and we are carrying out a thorough investigation into how this happened. Which, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. That's awesome if, like, they're like, oh, shit, your house is covered in spiders. We'll pay for a nice hotel for you for three days and fumigate it and get them out. Like, that's taking some responsibility. Yeah, that's, that is. I do respect that. That's the right thing. That is the right thing. Because so few people do the right thing these days. It's nice to see it when they do that. Oh, that's just so unnerving. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awful. All right, you guys. 
I haven't done one of these in a while, but this is an update. So anyone who wants to send me furious penis emails, write me at sarah at funemploymentradio.com. Furious penis I emails? I get furious penis emails What does people. that mean? I don't know, because like some people you know, listen to the podcast like a couple months in it. Oh, like, angry. Not an angry penis. The person sending the email is furious. Yeah, because like they'll be listening okay. to a show from like three months ago, and there's like, okay. Sarah, will you fucking stop it with the penis stories? Ugh. Yeah, I'm you like, do get a lot of complaints about that. I do, and I haven't yeah. done one in like months. Yeah. Well, thanks for pointing it out, Greg. Well, this is an update for a penis story. Now, I don't know if we all remember a woman by the name of Han Zhang from China. Uh, She was the one who... Let's say we don't. All right. Well, Han Zhang was in trouble a few months ago after she put sleeping pills... Where'd she put the sleeping pills? She crushed up sleeping pills and put them under her husband's drink, then cut off his penis and threw it into the toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. how I remember. So a man from China, so his name is Han Mao. So this happened a few months ago. So a man from China named Han Mao, who had returned to live with his jealous wife after she had chopped off his penis a few months ago. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. He returned to live with his wife after she chopped off his penis. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure I fully understand. A man that. from China named Han Mao, who had returned to live with his jealous penis-cutting wife after she chopped off his penis. I mean, I... Oh. Has now... Had the rest of his genitals removed again by her. Oh. After Han Zhang, 30 years young, uh, went after her husband's man foot and hood and cut it off and threw it in the toilet, she was able to hit bail. Then he let her move back in with him where they've been living for the past few months. So this has been uh, how three that, months later. How does that reconciliation conversation happen? <laughs> well, how during, does that go? During the first incident. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I got a little out of hand. I admit, perhaps I was I, I overreacted slightly. Well, you did you did cut off my penis, but I mean I can understand where you were coming from. I was flirting a lot with those other girls, <laughs> so I mean I guess in your mind that was a natural reaction. Well, during the first incident, uh, Han Zhang reportedly crushed up sleeping pills and put them in Han Mao's drink. Uh, when he fell asleep, she went after his private parts. Oh, I forgot about this part with some scissors. And was able to flush his penis down the toilet before he woke up. So scissors snip snip. What the fuck? Somehow, however, Han Mao was able hey, to forgive her. And be why is this woman out of jail? <laughs> so she's, she's out on bail. Why? So? So what? <laughs> no bail. No bail. She's awaiting trial. So this is what happened oh. when she was out on bail awaiting trial. So and so she was able to flush his penis down the toilet before he woke up. Somehow, Han Mao was able to forgive her. He was quoted as saying, I still love my wife. She was 16 year old, years old, just like me when we met, and she has given me two sons. So Han Zhang, the woman, was released on bail and returned home <laughs> so to look after her husband and children while awaiting trial. Well, she was apparently worried that he was interested in other women, and that he was because in the a couple in the few months that she has been in jail before she got out on bail, he has been in fact sleeping around with other women. No, oh, hold up. <laughs> What what do you mean by that? Uh, it means that he was actively let's see so has it yeah so he was actively looking for other women because he was uh, becoming because her jealousy was too much for him to handle and he needed a new partner but to become a stand-in mother for his children because he feared that his wife was going to jail for a long time so he was trying to find basically like a, a stepmom to be able to take care of the kids. There's so much to this. Yeah, I'm just. I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around the the dumb. So Han Mao got his penis cut off by his wife, Han Zing, three months ago. She just got out on bail. And when she came back, she had found out that her husband had been seeing other women trying to find a stepmother as a replacement for her because he feared that she was going to be going to jail for a long time. Yes. Her trial for cutting has not off his, his penis. penis. Why would you allow this woman to live in your house? Well, that's what happened. So he's allowed her to live there. It would be safe to say that uh, Han, Han Mao is not a bright man. 
Yes, well, Han Zhang, as she got out of jail when she returned home and she was starting to find out about her husband trying to find somebody to replace her, she said, if he and I divorced and our children had a stepmother, that would be a terrible thing. I didn't want that to happen. So, uh, Han Zhang decided she didn't want him to find a stepmother for her children. So while she is out on bail before her trial, she decided to again... Crush up some sleeping pills. Why would you ever drink anything <laughs> this woman gave you? And put them like, into why? her husband's glass of milk. Why? Do I am so frustrated by this. Hey, this this dude is like asking for it at this point. Don't I mean, you think? He really is. Yeah, I mean, well, the last time you gave me a drink of water, I fell asleep and cut off my penis. But this mm-hmm. time, <laughs> you know what? It's gonna be different this time. Fool me once, blame on you. Fool me twice. Well, well. Uh, Sure enough, she brought him a glass of milk that she had ground the sleeping pills into. And when Han Mao awoke, screaming in pain, he found that all that had remained of his penis was now completely removed from his body. So fucked up. It's so fucked up. Well, Han Zhang actually, after removing the rest of his area... She then called the ambulance and <laughs> called an ambulance for her husband and then called the police and turned herself in. I don't believe she's going to be getting out anytime soon. No. No. No, I don't think so. Actually, for, for all I know, maybe she will be back out. Do you think he'll take it back again? I bet he would. Yeah, I bet he would, too. Yep. If, you, if, you, if he's already cut it off and then... Yeah, what more... I mean, what, what more... What yeah. more can this woman do to it? I mean, I suppose there's a list of things she could, but... Also, he's trying to find another mate. Who's going to want to go be with the guy? Well, I think that was why she was and trying. And then had then invited her back into the home. Why would you want to be in a relationship with that guy? I mean, what's that woman going to do to the other women? Well, she's going to be in jail now at this point. Well, maybe. No, that's what happens with bail. If you get out of jail and then you fuck up again, you're... Well, I don't know. Go- it's... It's China. I don't know exactly how it works over there. Well, it's true. Why, yeah, I'm mean, assuming it's just why works would worse she be there? allowed bail? <laughs> Maybe because her husband wasn't pressing charges. If you mutilate someone else, but if he's my not pressing is, charges, this would be my political standing. My standing is no bail. Haha. <laughs> Edward says she won't be getting off, and neither will he. But <laughs> So there you guys have it. There's an update. And let me just tell you, my friends, if a bitch cuts off your penis once, she's going to do it again. <laughs> just so you know. All right. That is your world of crazy. I am never drinking anything from anyone else ever again. Greg, would you like this soda that I made? No, I do I not. I mean, this homemade juice. I don't know how much you like juice. <laughs> you should totally try this juice. It's oh, really good. Are you a little sleepy? Let's just go ahead and little, lay down. A little, little nap time. Just, a little nappy nap. Just take a nap right over mm-hmm. there. Oh, just ignore that bucket of ice and those shears. No, don't pay attention to that. Ew. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. Yeah, that is very creepy. All right, um, should we do a little bit of ball talk? It's short balls today. All right. But I have something that is interesting. It's kind of tangentially ball talk related, but it's a, there's a theory that's been proposed. Greg's become real radio-y. Like, he has this pen and he's do, been dictating with it this entire time. Like like he's like, around. well, let me tell you. I kind of like having this. Well, you're going to have to give that one back and get your own pen because that's mine. That's my favorite pen. I'm Greg Nibbler. Oh Let's talk balls. Balls. All right. First up in ball talk, I have this. It's It's random ball talk today. Okay. Uh, okay, well, here's one actual story. I will say this. The uh, New York Knicks have reportedly reached an agreement with Mr. Phil Jackson. Yes, Phil Jackson of, uh, what does he have, 11 championships, something like that, a billion championships in the NBA, um, to become a part of the upper management of the New York Knicks. Mm. So it's going to have a front office position, allegedly. They've already worked out the details, and it'll be announced here officially in a couple of days uh, to to fly there, become a part of that organization, and try to. I guess he'll part of it is he'll have free reign to shape the roster and the coaching staff however he wants. Wow! He'll be just above that part. Okay. It's kind of like the offer the Blazers gave him 
you become a front office manager and then you can do it's like yeah it's your team now do whatever you want yeah okay. but he, he didn't want to work for the Blazers but he does want to work for the New York Knicks allegedly so there we go um, moving on to ball talk we have this in our potpourri of balls shocking news regarding the behavior of Shaquille O'Neal uh oh now he does have his ex-wife who's going to be putting out that book about his uh, secrets but somebody else has broke the silence and broke his confidence. Oh, never mind. Actually, Shaq did it himself. Shaq told the Wall Street <laughs> Journal that he spends approximately $1,000 a week on... You want? You care to guess what it is? Socks. Nope. Is it a thing or a food? It's um, a thing. It's, it's not a, a thing. food. It's not a food. Is it like a, a product? Yes. Is it deodorant? Is it perfect? No. Is it cologne? It's not a single product. Is it... It's a type of product. A type of product. Is it shoes? No. Is it... It's not clothing. It's not clothing. Manicures? Pedicures? Nope. Along those lines, is it a beauty regimen of some sort? No, it's not. And it isn't food? No. It's uh, in the entertainment side of things. Gambling? (laughs) Video games? Movies? kind of. Movies. Nah, I think you kind of had it with video games. Okay. Shaq spends $1,000 a week on buying phone apps. Oh, wow. $1,000 a week on phone apps. You have to buy a lot of apps to constitute $1,000. Like, you, you'd have to have multiple phones because you wouldn't even have enough memory to use all of those. So, I guess he's, um, he's on a big deer hunter game kick. How would you even have time to play that? Like, say it was even like $10 games. Maybe there's even like $20 games online. Yeah. You still wouldn't have enough time to, to play all of those things. Uh, so he said that, um, yeah, he spends $1,000 a week on these apps, and that's that's pretty much what he does. He's buying approximately 20 games. That still doesn't make so sense. So these, what, like... These are $50 games that he's buying? Must be. There's no way. I guess if you buy upgrades, that might do it. But nonetheless, $1,000 a week on phone apps. That was my shocking revelation about check. Wow. Moving on to ball talk. We'll just go straight to this one. Okay. And and there's a theory here where there's someone that I don't necessarily enjoy what they do entertainment-wise, but I may have a new respect for them if they if this is true. So Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, has long had, and especially over this last year, um, long been uh, implied. It's long been implied that he is in fact gay, and just is keeping it a secret. Because there was thought that he was going to be the first uh, NFL player. <gasps> oh yeah, to come this out. is the guy that you wanted to be buddies with because he's like super cool, right? Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers is yeah. super cool. But here's here's the thing. So one of his old assistants actually wrote this into, I believe this was to Deadspin, and put this uh, sent an email to Deadspin this morning. And here's what it said: Hello. By now, I am sure you heard that NFL star Aaron Rodgers denied he is gay. However, Rodgers is lying. He is indeed gay. And is still very angry he got dumped by ex-boyfriend Kevin Lanfleisi. Now, Kevin Lanfleisi is the guy who was Aaron Rodgers' close personal assistant. Okay, like his roommate and his stuff? His roommate, mm-hmm. his close personal assistant, and they went everywhere together to games, all this stuff. And there's photographic evidence of that. Um, and this guy, can, whoever wrote this thing, this assistant, continues. In fact, recently on ESPN Radio, Rodgers told host Jason Wilde that he has a seat filler while attending awards shows. The seat filler comment was offensive and rude because Aaron made it seem like Kevin meant nothing to him. Meanwhile, on Twitter on February 25th, 2014, Kevin retweeted a cryptic tweet saying Aaron was ungrateful since he helped him. These two definitely have a torch for each other. Aaron has tried extremely hard to get back his straight guy image. His his PR people have gotten U.S. Weekly to write a bogus article last month (laughs) linking him to Taylor Swift. You're such a boy. It's Us Weekly. What is it? Us Weekly. it's Us Weekly? That's a gossip rag. Oh, yeah, it's Us Weekly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's right. I knew that. Okay, Uh, Us Weekly. However, the public knows Swift is a, quote, power beard. Her job is to be a cover for closeted gay men like Harry Styles, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Aaron Rodgers. Notice, Rodgers' PR people are also working with Deadspin, too. If Rodgers is straight, as he claims, why is he trying so hard to keep his homosexuality a secret? Now, who knows if this person, who knows who this assistant is, whether this is happening, but Deadspin did publish it. My point is, this power beard thing with Power beard is awesome. In a way... I want to have a card that says Sarah X. Dillon, power beard. In a way, though, if this is true, Taylor Swift 
is actually kind of a genius. Because here's the thing. These all these people that she's associated with are mm-hmm. very famous. Perhaps more famous than well, I don't know. Now she's pretty famous herself, but they're very famous men. And if they're getting if if in fact it's true that they are gay, they're getting the cover up of dating Taylor Swift. But then on top of that, Taylor Swift gets to date these famous men, therefore increasing her fame. Mm-hmm. And then when she breaks up, she gets to write a song about them, supposedly. <laughs> and so then there's her marketing budget. It's like, oh, she just wrote this another song about a breakup, which is every one of her songs. But this one's supposedly about Aaron Rodgers. And then gets even more people to listen to it. Mm-hmm. It's we- kind of a genius circle. It's being asked, how is a power beard different from your standard beard? I think if you're like in more of a position of power, I'd I say. I think, yeah, because like she's Like, I would be Taylor a standard Swift. beard because I'm not Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think I think it's because she is Taylor Swift and maybe the people that, um, you know, if this is true, who she is dating. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember hearing for years that Jake Gyllenhaal is the gay, mm-hmm. which I was very sad about because, you know, I had a chance. That you was, had that yeah, shot. Yeah, I totally did. Yeah. Well, it's just like... You know, I didn't I, have a shot, by the way. See, if I ever found <laughs> out that Britney Spears was Gabby, my heart would be broken because obviously I have a chance and we're going to meet together mm-hmm. at some point. Is that, why, is that your excuse now? Is Britney Spears gay? That's probably... Well, that would be the only reason I could think why. I think Why she you just haven't gotten together so far? Well, she's busy. You know, she's real busy right now. I've been sending messages to her people, so we'll see. I'm sure it'll happen. So that's that's uh, what the theory is, is that Taylor Swift is, in fact, a power beard for celebrities. I thought it was interesting. I think that's interesting, too. Well, Tony in the chat said, Taylor Swift's 2013 earnings, $39 million. Wow. She's doing all right for herself. <laughs> and in a way, this could be genius. Sarah, you need to become I think I need beard. to. Yep. Like I'd like to. I, I think I'd be more of a standard beard than a power beard, though. Attention. I have like a Portland power beard. If you not are. Really, not really much pull anywhere else. Well, no. <laughs> I, can be a, I can be the Portland power beard. Who would you be the power beard for? I mean, obviously, I guess we wouldn't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. But I'm putting it out there right now. I'm a single lady. I'll be your, I'll be your power beard. All right, there we are. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Oh, yeah, Nicole Kidman's another power beard. That's so true. Oh, well, who else did she date? Tom Cruise? Yeah, but... Keith Urban? She's married to Keith She's Urban. She's married right? to Keith Urban. What, what was Keith Urban, Apparently, supposedly? no. There, there's, there's always been a lot of speculation. Well, that's because of his haircut. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, I don't think it's because of his haircut. It, it is. It's because of that it's, haircut. I think it's because of men coming forward saying that they've had relationships with him. It's the I think I think that's pretty much it. It's the haircut. I think we all know that. It's, it's Keith Urban's haircut. All right. Um... Let's take a look here. We, I do have, I did have a couple other things that I wanted to bring up because this was. Um, uh, so Rick Emerson was in here earlier today. Actually. Yes, uh, Mr. Rick, who scared the crap out of me <laughs> because I showed up at the studio. So our broadcasting studio, we have the broadcast. Uh, we have two rooms, and they're connected by a, by a single door. We have the broadcast side, and then there's the green room. Well, um, you know, behind the scenes, this isn't any secret or anything, but Rick is part of the studio, so yeah. he he comes in here and works sometimes. But he's usually not here in the mornings. When I when I come in, he works late at night, and I came in. And I opened. Up, I came in through the studio and opened up the green room door, and the light was on. And there was Rick Emerson just sitting on the chair. I was expecting no one in here, and it was like he was sitting there, like staring directly at me, <laughs> like he'd been waiting for me this time for some confrontation. And as soon as I saw him, I I swear I freaked out. I did this whole. <gasps> Oh, and is it your, you know, your thing that you do? Greg does the... Uh, 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 uh. I can be startled fairly easily. <laughs> I'm so startled right now. And so I, I almost fell over. I mean, because you're, you're a manly man, Greg, but I mean, yeah. that you're, when you are startled, that yeah. is the least manly thing you do. I know. I wish I could work on that, but I don't know what I could do about it. Maybe we could do some I like, mean, startle I did not therapy. Is there such a thing as startle therapy? I'm looking that up, and we'll try it tomorrow. I'm going to do some startle therapy on you. I would like to be less spastic when I'm startled by something. I've had to train I myself. Like to, I would like to be able to control. You that. can train yourself well, a little no, bit. I've, I've trained train myself from being less less spastic. Like when I drop something, like I used to be like, oh god, oh god. You just have to like give yourself a just all of a sudden like if something like happens. You need to be able to calm yourself down. Well, yeah, but I, that's what I mean. I don't know. I mean, I can like right afterwards. As like soon when as it you happens. scare me. Like you've scared me before, and when you scare me, you see how I just go because <gasps> I don't do well, like, I don't go like up I don't go <laughs> I don't do that like when you scare me, I get silent. You just have to train yourself. Fear see, equals silence. I just go to the instant fight or flight. It's like boom, I'm scared. Should I hit it or run? That's why you don't startle me if you're too close within 
arm's reach. It's probably not. You never know what I would end up doing. Um, Keelan's saying you love startling Greg. It's like a hobby for him. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. Keelan was my roommate for two it years. It is pretty fun when you start. Like, cause I, you don't hear that that noise come out of Greg's face unless he startled. It seriously sounds like this. It's like, I know, I know, I know it too. I mean, it's it's one of those things like this. I just did not expect anybody to be in that other room. It freaks me out. <laughs> oh, Edward in the chat says little people usually have that reaction. I do have a story about little people that I forgot to tell you. What? Greg, it's kind of a sad story. Oh, no. Greg. What? Matt and Amy Roloff have separated. Oh, no. Yes, the little couple is headed what they think to be for divorce court, Greg. Little people, big world. Little people, big world. The Roloffs confirmed to People magazine, though we have weathered many storms together, we we recently made the tough decision to engage in a trial separation. Matt remains living on the farm in our guest house, and we work together every day on the farm, on our business endeavors, and most importantly, raising our children. That's not awkward at all. No. So they, they really are? They're separate. You know what? Or are they filming a show right now? Well, they're filming a show, yeah. Okay. On on TLC, they're still doing their thing. I got to give them credit. For a reality show about a family, they must be one of the longest running ones ever. Is Is there another reality show about one single family that's lasted this long? I mean, they've been on the air. It's got to be like almost 10 years now. I don't know. I maybe, mean, how long not. has that Kardashian, those people been together? Okay, yeah. That's <gasps> no, Oz, Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. That didn't last. That was only like two or three seasons. The Osbournes. Wait, so, well, I guess you meant the, oh, the show, not the relationship. No, I mean the show. Longest running actual show about one family. All right. Well, I do have a little clip from this. From It's the TLC clip called Trial Separation. Would you like to hear it? Yes. I know you would. This is, it's very jaunty this, music. This is the music for it? Yeah. Hey, I was wondering whether you'd show up. Maybe you should make breakfast. Give me a break since you came over. My version of eggs and hash browns. Who, what, what, who's in this? So this is the, the older brother that I think we met at the Blazer game it's that one time. the holidays and all Here the kids go. are home and Jeremy and Molly are home from college. Watch the bacon, make sure it doesn't burn. That brings Zach over to the house a little more often. Jacob out of his room a little more often. Let's see, let's yeah. get some confrontation. He's out there now. This is the most exciting clip ever. Amy and I. Are oh, here it comes. I can tell by the music it was going to be drunk. Shh, it was long. Talking over long it. and tough. Amy and I had a lot of tensions, and um, right around Thanksgiving, I said, I think I'll move over to the bridal house for a little bit and just we'll try that. I mean, Amy and I stuck it out for years when maybe we shouldn't have. It would drive me <gasps> out of the house since that's kind of cluttered. I mean, then I'll keep it cluttered. There oh. always. Just stop. I'm just helping a little bit. I never quite felt at home in my own home. Something needed to change, so we needed to try something different. Yeah. I mean, you can call it a separation if you want, a trial separation, but it's more of just giving each other some space. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, trouble in the roll-off farm. Well, I'll... uh, Guess who's going to be tuning back in? Why don't you... You know what you should do? This one. You should totally contact, like... uh, U.S. Weekly or whatever, you, or, and you should it's say like, "I have it." Hey, I can't see capitalize that's, that. And that's not. what you can do, though, Greg. Like, you can contact one of the weekly rags and be like, or you know, one of the like gossip rags and be like, "Hey, hey, listen, I will go out to the little people Big World Farm and get some paparazzi style pictures for you, and try and show some interaction." Mm. That's how you can make some money too, by the way. Well, no, they've had that problem before. They've had people uh, stalking on that property. Mm. I think they have security guards out there now. Well, if you get like a secret hidden camera or something. I'm pretty sure their patrols are about every 100 yards. Mm -hmm. They go about uh, every, mm, there's about a 30 second window you could probably walk through the southwest corner of the farm. Nobody would see you. Uh, People are suggesting that you should probably hook up with uh, Mrs. Roloff. Um, You could be her king. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think about that. Okay. Yeah. We'd We'd have to think about that one. Hmm. Honestly, yeah, no, no, I don't think so. I don't think I want to get involved in that one. Okay. Yeah. But I will I will be watching that. Somebody was saying uh, 20, 20 and Counting. I didn't know that show was still on. Oh, I didn't either. I did used to watch that show, too. I've never seen What is she show. up to now? She's got to be up to like 26, 27 and Counting? I don't... Oh, is that the woman with the... It's the woman that just Babies keeps on, just keep falling out of her yeah, vagina? She, yeah, she's just having litter after litter okay. of kids. I mean, that is... That's a litter at that point. Mm-hmm. Multiple litters of children. As far as the longest running one. All right. Well...
There we go. I think uh, we've probably we've probably done done our duty for today. Yep. Yes, indeed. Um, do want to remind everybody of one of our fantastic sponsors, though, and that is Metro PCS. Oh yes, Metro is fantastic. You can go to metropcs.com/slash/metro, where you can, of course, find a location near you. Their service is fantastic. I've been using it as I talked about yesterday, especially since I destroyed my old phone mm-hmm. and my Verizon contract is ending. So I will be. You'll be all metro, metro all the time. All metro. And you know what? The best thing is is that uh, you won't have a mistake like the one that you had with your Verizon phone because your phone is waterproof. My phone is waterproof. So next time you drop it in the water, <laughs> it won't break it. <laughs> it is true. It is absolutely true. Um, so definitely check that out. Find a location near you. Go in there. Um, take a look at what they have. I mean, it really is. It's exactly as it says. $40 flat rate. All of that. Free, uh, you know, unlimited data, unlimited texting, unlimited calling. Mm-hmm. 40 bucks. Yep. That's it. Period. That's it. And uh, let them know that you heard about them from Fun Employment Radio. All right. Uh, I'm noticing a few things here going on in the chat, the live Keelan, chat. happy birthday week. No. You get Elvis, no. You get Elvis once, no. though. I'm not giving him Elvis today. According to birthday rules. Oh, my God. Anyway, we also want to give a shout-out to Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. Uh, John and his lovely wife, Kathleen, from Boring, actually went in and uh, said hi to Anton and Deb and, oh, went in, cool. and bought some stuff. So Awesome. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, Anton wrote me, and he's like, it's really awesome. John from Boring and his wife are here. Like, <laughs> Worlds are colliding. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, Asylum on 37th and Hawthorne. Awesome. All right, uh, coming up later on on the Front Employment Radio Network will be... The Carl Show starring Jason. Mm-hmm. I think it's the Jason, so- Jason show starring Carl. The Carl Show starring Jason. 5.30 p.m. right They're here on the Fun Radio Network. Me. That's why I get it so confused. Hey, Carl. Hit record. <laughs> <laughs> um, and followed up. By Geek in the City. Yeah. Live here tonight on the Fun Employment Radio Network. You can subscribe and listen live by going to funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe. $6.99. The first week is free. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Bye, guys.